Hey everyone, I'm Maddie. And I'm Emma. And we're the Huga Girls. Huga, in short, is the pursuit of everyday happiness. Each Monday, we give you the tools to build your happiness toolkit through discussing topics related to social media, health and wellness, pursuing your passions, and so much more. Welcome to the Huga Girls Podcast. Welcome everyone to the Hookah Girls podcast. Emma and Maddie back on the mic another Monday and we are so excited to be here with you all. Yes, we are. Happy holiday season. and happy holidays. Happy holiday. There's so many Christmas songs. Wow. I know. Well, and we'll get around the songs. Should we, we just will. jump we'll into it? Songs. Because I just feel Let's like just, it's too perfect. Just <laughs> jump into it. Well, what is our Ask the Girls question of the week? Yeah, so we do Ask the Girls question every week. Make sure you guys go follow our Instagram so you guys can participate. Because we just like, obviously, each episode kind of has a theme to it. Something that we like to talk about. But we like to bring in something that you guys want to hear. Random. And, yeah, and just usually we just choose one that is completely random. Sometimes you go move serious of like, what is who good to you? But... Um, we are just doing a fun one today, which is what is a song that you are loving right now? So Maddie, do tell. Yeah, I (laughs) I will tell. And I have to give a disclaimer before I jump into it, um, of this song is featuring one of my favorite artists and no one seems to like him. People seem to hate him. I don't understand the controversy. Um, so if you don't like Ed Sheeran, Please, mm. please explain to me why that is, because I think he is absolutely amazing and I love his music, but my song of the week is Call On Me featuring Ed Sheeran. So it's Viani or Vani, um, V-I-A-N-N-E-Y and Ed Sheeran. And I have not just, heard. I have to go. You listen. should listen to it. It's not like his typical like poppy stuff, but it's also not like his stuff from like early like like you look perfect oh no way back 18 no like way back we're talking like yeah we're it's not giving 18 but it's also (laughs) not giving like you know i don't know castle on a hill or like any of his new stuff from his collaboration albums or like eraser or i'm trying to think of like all of his new stuff anyways it's it's not giving that it's like mellow like for example i put it at the end of my yoga sculpt class like when we're stretching because i love oh, it so much okay that it's helps just me like, picture the vibe yeah it's nice like vibey background music like when you're cooking dinner and actually i clicked on it and then the spotify playlist that just like auto plays after it it's really good so yeah that's my that's my current favorite song at the moment yes if i'm not listening to holiday music though. ed sheeran's album i it's interesting because backtracking a little bit he obviously a lot of people like him i think because he just did a stadium tour i'm pretty sure in europe so yeah, oh my gosh anyone in the u.s i got tickets Woo! oh my god no way yeah i have to look into i would love to see him because you're the one who got me to listen to his most recent album and it's so good yeah it was crazy isn't it equals he does all the mathematics yep so yep, he does all the mathematics all the mathematics he- all of the mathematics, but no, like that's the one that has like shivers and bad habits on it, which I yes, feel like I are. really love that album, but I hadn't yeah, really I think dove every into song it. in that album is good. It is me and your mom were actually talking about it when we went to dinner. She was like, "Oh, that's that funny. song. That's like, what is it? Graffiti?" And I was like, "Oh, Overpass Graffiti." I was like, "That one's so good." I was like, "That one's my favorite." So you're yeah. the one that kind of got me to dive into because you know sometimes artists will release an album and you just don't prioritize listening to it. Yeah. And then I started listening to it. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so good!" So definitely recommend. And this is so funny. I didn't even plan this because we didn't even talk about what songs we were saying. But 
one of my favorite songs and like albums right now is actually the girl who opened for him on the European tour. Her name's oh. Maisie Peters. But oh, I haven't heard of her. She opened for him on the tour, and I she's a smaller artist, but not like super small. She's honestly in a good niche of famous, where like she has her little fan base, but like she's not like she doesn't have like crazy fans that are like yeah. tracking her down the street and stuff like these other artists. Um, but I just honestly love her music, and she's definitely European. I think she's British. Like she has a little accent. Okay. But when why do Europeans accents go away? When they sing. When they sing. Let's talk about that. (laughs) I always wonder that. And actually, on that note, where does candle wax go when you light a candle? It just evaporates. Like, where does Does water go when you spill it on the table? I guess that's fair. Does it evaporate evaporate, through the wick? Like, where does it go? Yeah, okay. It must, like, go up and out. (laughs) Anyways, I just... It has to come through the smoke. Anyway, her name is Maisie Peters. She's super cute. And I really like her album. She has a pop album that came out in 2021, and I've kind of rediscovered it. The actual very first song and the name of the album is You Signed Up For This. And I would suggest starting from there because it's really good. But the song itself, You Signed Up For This, is good. But that's actually the name of the whole album. And it's good. It's going to be good then. Yeah, it's a little bit of like Olivia Rodrigo type um, themes. But her writing is just really interesting and they're fun and there's a whole different range of vibes and stuff so suggest and the fact that you said ed sheeran too i was like she actually toured with him and got to play in all the stadiums that he did so i follow her on tiktok and stuff but would suggest listening to her music for some good girly pop some new music and yeah yeah that's awesome now i have a new song to listen to i'm working from home today um we're recording this on a friday if anyone cares but working from home today and i love like playing music when i work from home just in the background so i'll have to have to throw her on but that was kind of a fun question i feel like that we could talk about before we dive into today's guest so thank you to all of those who asked um and if you are like i don't know what you're talking about i want to know how to ask y'all questions go to our instagram at Hugo Girls Podcast, H-Y-G-G-E Girls Podcast. Um, we're super active over there, and that's how you can really interact with us. But with today's episode, we're super excited to be hosting a guest. Today we hosted, actually, I'm a little partial because she does my facials. Um, mm. but The best we, facials in the world. The best facials in the world. I went to her last night, and my skin is glowing. Um, oh, yeah. How did it go? I have, I have it to went, hear it went really well. Oh I did gosh. a new kind of facial and I did like a vitamin C skin peel. So she Ooh. called it a red carpet peel. So like at the end of the day, like you should be good to go. It's not like a normal like chemical peel, you know, mm. but it just like helps lift your skin. It was all skin suticles. It was really good. But anyways, we talk about all of the things skincare and more in today's episode with I didn't I don't even think we've said her name yet. We hosted Melanie. Melanie. Melanie and she is at alchemy.melanie um, on Instagram if you want to follow her. And the reason that we hosted her is because um, she works for Alchemy Face Bar, which is a pretty well-known um, face bar. They do facials. They do lash lift intense. They do brow laminations. They do microneedling, Botox, all of the things. Um, I think they have a location in Dallas. They have a location in Denver, maybe L.A., um, a couple of other locations. Definitely look them up. But today we talked all things skincare. Yes, it was so much fun to hear from an expert. She's an esthetician, and it was so fun to hear from her and just really helpful 
her tips and tricks for your skin and different opinions on things such as Botox or how to go about caring for your skin with acne and just such a range of things that is definitely going to apply to everyone and I definitely learned a lot and definitely dig through my makeup drawer after we got off the episode to check all the ingredients and see what I was putting on my own skin because a lot of times you think it's good but you never really know. So this was such a great episode because we all want our faces to be shining and beautiful. So thank you so much to Melanie for coming on and we are so excited for you to hear it. So let's get into it. Hello, Melanie. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Emma and I are so excited to rock your brain on all things skincare um, and just hear more about everything that you do day in and day out. But before we jump into the episode, just want to say thank you so much for being here and wanted to hear a little bit more about you and um, what brought you to this point in your life. So honestly, it's been a roller coaster. I didn't like I wasn't expecting to be like an esthetician or, you know, like be someone that like specializes in skin health or anything like I left high school Um, thinking that I was going to be a journalist and I like went to CSU for journalism and like that's where I thought I was headed like that was like my goal like I was like for sure set that I was going to be a journalist and then when I was at CSU like my teacher she was like a real bummer and she was just like you'll you'll never like make it in journalism like it is something that like you put way more in than you'll ever get out and she was just like so negative about it that it made me question like is this something I want to do like is this something I really want to be like going in debt for if it's something that you're telling me like isn't going to be worth it um so I like left school after a year because I was in debt and I was like I don't really know what I'm going to do and so at that point I like started working like really crappy jobs like I was like like made smoothies or something and I just wasn't happy and it was really hard because you see like you know everyone like you're told like you go to college you know like that's what you do like at least like that's what like is installed in like most people's brain is like UK like after high school you go to college and so like no one really talked about like okay but what if you don't and so I didn't really know what to do and it like sucked seeing like people my age like going being in college and having fun and like doing all this stuff and I was kind of like dang I don't really know what I'm doing. So I worked with my dad in construction for 2 years. And so like literally I was like a hard hat and everything like no makeup ever for 2 years like covered in dust like just inhaling insulation like that was literally me for 2 years working outside in the cold like inside of hospitals. And I honestly, like, still didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Like, I didn't see, like, an end. Like, this was just, like, hopefully, eventually, like, I'll do something else. Um, But, like, I don't know. I didn't have, like, a direction. But then, like, the pandemic hit and the company I was working for, it went out of, like, it didn't go out of business, but they laid us off. Like, we didn't have, like, jobs to do anymore. And so I had saved up a lot of money um, in construction. So I didn't have to, like, go like find a job right away I was able to just like chill for a little bit and think of like what I wanted to do next because like I was basically given this opportunity to have like a fresh start and so I knew that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life like I did not want to work in construction and so I 
always kind of knew I was into skincare. I always knew that that was something I like wanted to do. And I didn't realize like that was a profession until I got my first facial. Like I, I that was never talked to me. Like, and if you don't go get facials, I feel like it's not something you think about. Like, oh, who gives facials? Like, how do you even do that? Um, so I was just, like looking online, looking online. And then I found like Emily Griffith. It's like a school in Denver and it's the, I'm pretty sure it's the cheapest esthetician school in Colorado. So I was oh, wow. like, yeah, so it was like a waiting list. Like it was very, like it was a long process, but I got in and I was very diligent and I finished like schooling during the pandemic, which was so weird because it was online. Like there was a lot of it online and like in person, usually like you'd be able to work on strangers. Like you'd see different faces, you'd see different people. But because we were in the pandemic, like I only saw my classmates, like all that. Wow, there, that that's was really the, that, interesting. Yeah, that was the skin type, like you know and like there was no one that had like problematic skin so it was like we did not get hands-on on like acneic people we did not get hands-on on a lot of things like everything was so fast it felt like we were full-time students which was supposed to be eight hours a day but because we were in the pandemic they shortened it to four hours a day so like we full-time students were four hours a day and so it just like felt so fast it was like a very rushed process and I would definitely say like being out in the field, you learn so much more than like being in school. Especially with the amount of hands-on work that estheticians do. It's all about connecting with people and being hands-on. So, you know, you were saying you got to practice on your classmates, but there's a whole other world out there of things to come across. And I think with so many professions, you can learn as much or even get as much practice as you want to inside of a classroom, but you really start learning once you get outside and once you get real world experience and through trial and error and figuring things out. So like, how did that transition happen from having that shortened, weird pandemic school process into the next step? Well, like it was so scary. Like, honestly, I was so scared just because also during that time, like a lot of places had shut down. So they were like, it's going to be really hard to find a job right yeah. right now. Like they're not hiring estheticians. So there was like that added stress of like, will I even be able to find a job? Um, so like now, like finding a job, that was great. But then like now actually like working somewhere and I feel like so unprepared because we didn't really like train in school that well, like honestly like it was a lot of like like faking it till you make it like bullshitting your way into like figuring it out and that was honestly like it was a lot of trial and error and I'm sure like my first few facials were probably really shitty but now I feel like I'm at a good place yeah no and I at least for me for our listeners who are listening like Melanie has done my facials and that's why we connected and for me you do a phenomenal job and a lot of the reason that I go to you is because of the products that you use and um, the nature of the facial itself is very different than if you just go to a spa and get a facial. Um, So was that something that played a step in you working where you currently work? Like, was it important for you um, in regard to like what kind of products were you working with? Or at that point, were you just like, okay, I just need a job and this is who's hiring? 
it was honestly like to be completely honest it was like i'm going with whoever hires me first like yeah, i didn't no, know that makes sense i didn't know too much but after like researching i really really wanted to go to alchemy because it's a face bar so we only work from like the neck up like the decollete up so like i don't have to do like leg waxing i don't have to do like any like stuff that's literally below like your shoulder down so i really like that like knowing that I would literally just, you know, not have to do anything too crazy. So once you ended up at the alchemy and you started getting into a routine of it, like what does day in and day out look like for you in terms of how much is it um, facials? Are there specialty treatments that you're doing? Is it like lashes? Is it brows? Like how much of that I guess day in and day out do you do or is every day the same? Is every day different? Walk us through your day and kind of what that entails for you so every day is honestly super different like there is never a day that's exactly like the last like there will be a day that say I'll do just facials the whole day facial after facial after facial or there'll be days where it's like two facials and then I'll be doing like a brow lamination and then like a lash lift and like some of these services take a like majority of the time because there'll be people that book out like a lash lift and tint with a brow wax and a brow tint which is like probably like an hour and a half or so like blocks out for an hour and a half and so like if I have a lot of days where I'm doing like brows or like lashes there won't be like that much time to fit in other stuff and then like like this upcoming week I have like two microneedlings so like it really like just depends on like what's happening at the time like it slows down a lot like during the wind like there's just times where it slows down like when we're transitioning from like a season it always tends to slow down a little bit um but yeah, basically like that's my day in and day out. Everything's so different. Um, and like it's like you I have like regulars that come in, but then there's just like so many new people too. And like we have like, you know, like new facials that we all have to like learn quickly and just like kind of it's all like about being really adaptable, honestly. Like just like you could have like a really like angry client, like just everything. Like you the whole thing is just about being like very adaptable. Yeah, I can't imagine how many different types of questions you get asked and different types of people you have to deal with. Is there a certain thing that you feel like is your thing that you really get excited to do or that you feel like people come into you for or do you just appreciate everything for the purpose that that serves individually? Because obviously everything, you know, a brown tint is completely different than a facial. Yeah. And I actually have only had one facial ever. So this is making me want to fly myself out <laughs> to Denver because I, no name dropping, but I had a facial at a spa that also does like massages and other um, therapies, stretching, stuff like that. And yeah. I honestly really didn't enjoy it because I felt like they were using products that were just kind of chemically. And, you know, we can get into that of what you specifically suggest. But first, is there something that is your thing that you really love doing or top uh, three? I <laughs> I would say definitely I like the stuff that is like instant results so I love doing like a brow wax or like a lash lift just because that's like instant gratification mm -hmm. like I love facials like you leave glowy and relaxed but I love just seeing like that crazy before and after like especially brows I would say a lot of people come to me for brows like they'll be like oh like I scouted you on Instagram like I wanted to you to do my brows and I like post a lot of brow pictures so it would make sense that that's kind of like what people come in to see me for um but I just enjoy doing anyone's brows like come in for a brow lamination like I'll I'll give you one we'll try to do a transformation like I'll try we, we can go from zero brows to like full brows I'll try I'll try to make it happen 
So basically for the rest of the episode, we just wanted to rapid fire some questions off to you that we've collected from our audience. Um, But before we start that, would you mind just telling us a little bit more about the alchemy? So alchemy, it is woman owned and like it's a med spa. So it's a regular, like, like you can get facials, but you can also get like Botox and medical, like more in-depth medical procedures, almost like microneedling and VI peels. And they do carry uh, Eminence, which is an organic skincare line. So it uses all natural products. Um, and they also have some medical grade lines, so like SkinCeuticals and SkinMedica. Nice. That's amazing. So as we jump into this, while we're on the topic of um, kind of clean skincare and medical grade products, um, in your opinion, how important is something that is natural that's considered clean beauty? So like biodynamic or organic, um, what is from what you've seen, how important is that on people's skin? Um, okay, so this is where I want to do the disclaimer of like, this is my opinion, do not come for me. Um, <laughs> I, I love I love organic skincare. I have a lot of Eminence products. I love the way their product smells. Like I have seen like results from them. Um, but when it comes to like um, organic, clean beauty, I've realized a lot of the time it's like marketing. Like it's not really as transparent as it says it is like for example like honest beauty which is like very affordable like it's a affordable like organic line uh like i would say more than eminences because it can be a little bit pricey but like it that one is like right now seen as like super organic super clean like that's their whole thing is clean beauty and if you really look at the ingredients it's really not that clean like it has stuff that's actually like in the long run can damage your skin so i would say like definitely like when it comes to clean beauty, make sure that it's not just like a marketing thing. Cause right now that's a really big thing is like clean beauty. And like, I love organic natural skincare, but I will say like when it is compared to medical grade skincare, which like my big heavy hitters that I use at home are medical grade, like all scientific, like they're all science-based, they're all result driven. So they're proven to like show results. So you know that you're putting it on and it's doing something like it's worth the price like it's worth the investment um and so the way that I like to say it which is like please I don't know how else to explain it so don't come for me for this but say you have a headache like you could do peppermint like essential oil on your temples and that might help get the headache to go away or you could take an Aleve and that's going to get the headache to go away and faster so if you think of like natural skincare versus medical grade skincare medical grade is going to work faster and you know that it's actually going to work like there isn't really a guarantee with organic natural skincare like and I'm like not bashing on natural skincare or anything. Like if you want to use like rosehip oil, like as your vitamin C, like that's perfect. You can stick to like, you know, like Trader Joe's stuff or Whole Foods stuff. Like that's completely fine. But like for me personally, like someone that, you know, works with skincare all the time, I'm going to make the investment and go for the stuff that I know is going to work. That's crazy. Like that's some tea. Something that I heard. I don't remember if I heard this on a podcast or if I heard this. I, I don't know. But someone was like, how important is something being natural? And they were like, well, think about, they were talking about natural deodorants, right? And she was like, does it work? Or, and someone was like, yeah, it kind of works, but it also breaks me out. And the girl was like, how does it break you out? It's natural. And she said, well, so is poison ivy. And it kind of goes down to that. Like, it's like, Mm -hmm. just because it's like clean and it's like from the environment doesn't necessarily mean that it's better. So 
I'm and that's the tea. Voice in your opinion. And that's yep. the tea. Yep. That's great. We were talking about on our last podcast episode, actually a completely different topic of food, um, but talking around the same things of how nutrition labels will say they're natural or organic. And it's that same line of you really have to look into it to see if what they're saying is true, if what they're claiming is true. And, and with skincare, it could, even if it is organic, is it going to work? And there's so many products out there. Skincare, I feel like every celebrity, when they get bored, drops a skincare line. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yep. I don't know if we want to go no, there. No tea on <laughs> Hailey Bieber. No tea, but... No, I mean, there's so many. I like. Uh, I think Alicia Keys came out with a line and I didn't it was one of those things I was in Ulta Beauty or something and I was like Alicia Keys I was like what a bitch I mean she has beautiful skin and it's like not me to crack on her but it's just like you go down the line if you walk through these retail stores and it is faces and it's marketing and that's the point that I'm trying Mm -hmm. to get at it's not one specific person that shouldn't be doing it but the marketing can kind of mask what you actually need so that's really interesting I've never this is probably just lack of knowledge or 100% is lack of knowledge but I've never paid attention to quote medical grade and like what that Mm -hmm. even means do you have certain products that you think everyone should have in their skincare routine and this can come from just as general as moisturizer exfoliator etc or if you have products from actual companies that you're passionate about that fit in those categories what are those as well So I would like in a general sense, like there's really four things you need in your routine to have healthy skin and what like cleansing, exfoliating, and then having a vitamin C and a sunscreen. Like those four things will like that. That's literally like the bare minimum that that's what I want to hear in like someone's routine. Like to me, that's the bare minimum. Um, So I would say like for a vitamin C, like my heavy hitters that I want to work is like my vitamin C. That for sure has to be something that you know is going to be working. Like the one I use is SkinCeuticals. And so medical grade, they have to do experiments to show like that their products work. So the way that SkinCeuticals experimented on their vitamin C, like to show its efficiency is they cut an apple in half and on one side of the apple, they put their vitamin C and on the other side, they just left it alone. And the side that had vitamin C, it stayed fresh and plump. And then the other side, it oxidized, it turned brown. And so then they put vitamin C on the side that turned brown and it went back to fresh and plump. So if you think of your skin literally as that apple, then if you have any sun damage, if you have any damage from the environment, like having a good vitamin C is going to reverse the damage that you've already like accumulated over time and also protect you from getting any more. So like you want to use that paired with your sunscreen and that's going to be like your preventative and your protectant. So like sunscreen prevents wrinkles, prevents sun damage, and then your antioxidant protects you from getting anything so that's why like for anti-aging those two are the most important and you have to make sure you have good ones like you know like they you could get a vitamin c anywhere you could get one on amazon for like 15 bucks but you want to make sure that it's a good pure vitamin c and that's why like i will always go to like a medical grade brand because i know that even though it smells really fucking bad and it smells like hot dog water it's good for your skin. Okay, so, yeah. Our pros yeah, and cons. So, exactly. Does it and actually so I, smell bad? The vitamin C sm- serum? Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It smells yeah. bad. I think I... This is making me want to go dig through my cabinets of what I have. <laughs> There's a serum I just ran out of, but I think it was vitamin C, but I think you just called me out for it being like a 
$15 Amazon one. So maybe we'll have to look back around and get your opinion on it. Um, but that's, mine didn't smell bad. So I probably am doing something wrong. <laughs> no, you're yeah. fine. It doesn't have to smell bad. Like Eminence has like two like really good vitamin C's that like they have a rosehip oil one. It smells great. But that's kind of like, I have used like their vitamin C's and they're great, but that's also like what I was telling you. It's like, you will see slower results. So I'm just going to go more towards the things that, you know, it's a little faster. And like a lot of people, like if they, if I get like a compliment on my skin, I'm like, thank you. It's an investment. Like a lot of the things you'll be like, oh, that's so pricey for this, but it's worth it. Like if you know that it's going to work, then it's worth it. Like, you know, that it's not, your money's not going to the trash. Like you're investing that in yourself. And I don't know, like some people invest in the stock market and I choose to invest like in my skincare. Like that's where I'll always drop a penny. (laughs) there you go and you you have the skin to prove it as well like your skin is beautiful um and like you said it is an investment and so just for the sake of our listeners real quick what were those four things again I also forgot so it's cleansing exfoliating vitamin c and spf yes those four things but also just like like there's so many things where it could just go wrong. And so that's why I want to just go like if you're using an exfoliant, like a BHA, AHA exfoliant, you want to make sure you're using it three times a week at like and that's it. Like some people use it every day. Don't do that. I like, jump to my question. Yeah, do not. Please don't do that. You'll strip your skin. And when your skin is like over exfoliated, you lose that barrier that helps protect from infection. So you'll start breaking out way more. Like instead of helping, like you think like putting like salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide is going to help the situation. It's going to make it so much worse. And so like, if you have a grain, um, make sure it's like a rice grain, like something gentle, like you don't want like a sugar scrub for your exfoliant or anything like that. And just make sure that you're using it twice a week. Like at most, that's the most you want to use it. So just exfoliation is important, but it's like a very fine line. Like you don't want to do too much. You don't want to do too little. And I also want to like go ahead and like put a stop to this dermatology thing that like don't wash your face in the morning. Like I, that irritates me so much. I don't know. And do people like, my say dermat- that? Yeah, the, oh, like, yeah. My, my dermatologist told me not to wash in the morning. And I'm like, why would your dermatologist tell you that? And so like th- that blows my like brains out just because like if you have a cream cleanser, which is what you should be using in the morning time. So you're not stripping your skin like you don't only want to use a gel cleanser. You want to have like something creamy or like an oil, something like that's not going to be a gel. So that's not going to be like stripping all the oils off your skin. And so in the morning, that's perfect. Like you when you sleep, like I know that no one changes their pillowcase every night. There's not I like I would love to meet someone that changes their pillowcase every single night. But when you sleep, like you sweat, there's dirt, there's grime, there's everything. And so if you wake up and you're going to put like your like expensive skincare on a face that still has like dirt and oil and sweat like it just doesn't make sense to me so like always wash your face in the morning I don't care what your dermatologist says wash your face in the morning please with a there gen- you go I hadn't heard of that I didn't know that that was a tip that I've was been told that before from dermatologists actually yeah wow. and it's it's challenging too especially from a point of like when you're struggling with like say acne or something like that or for me like it was dryness and Mm -hmm. so I was told like you know don't wash your face in the morning and it was one of those things where I just like felt gross and then like you said like you're putting skincare on and it's over like all this grime it's kind of like the same vibe as like if you like haven't washed your body you haven't showered and like you go and put lotion on your legs at least for me like it feels weird you know like I just I don't like it but kind of going back to those four main things so 
how do you feel about double cleansing like with an oil cleanser and then also with a normal like gel cleanser or something like that do you think it's necessary or do you just think like if you wash your face in the evening and wash your face in the morning then you're good no so definitely not so you should be washing in the morning with like a cream cleanser gentle cleanse but at nighttime especially if you're wearing makeup like if you're not wearing makeup or anything then you can go in i would still suggest doing a double cleanse but it would be almost like fine if you did a cream cleanse and then like a t- like a toner on a cotton round and make sure that you're going in to get everything off but if you're wearing makeup like me like when i go wash my face tonight i go in with an oil cleanser and then a gel cleanse and then even after that like that's that's not enough like just doing those two things is not enough like if you were trying to get all like the dirt and residue and makeup off you need to go in with a toner like a hydrating toner go in with like some micellar water or something on a little cotton round and then still go all over your face and your neck to get every last bit of dirt and you'll be surprised how much is still on the cotton pad like even after a double cleanse it's not getting everything it's so scary it's like you don't want to accept that all that crap's on your face because you're like oh no, i just exactly. washed it Wow, that's so interesting. I really, like I said before, I really feel like I need to, I feel like everyone listening to, we're all going to go and overanalyze or with good intent, but go overanalyze. Properly analyze. (laughs) Properly analyze a very much needed analyzation of all of our skincare because I feel like I'm, I think I know what I'm doing and it works. And something, I guess this is a question that, I have for myself, but I feel like a lot of people have, um, is acne is obviously such a really big issue. And mm-hmm. something for me that helped my acne, or basically the only thing that helped my acne, was hormonal birth control. I had topical stuff that I tried. I always washed my face in high school, and I feel like my skin really didn't clear until I got on a hormonal birth control because my acne was hormonal. So as many things as I tried... I felt like there wasn't a solution until I took a pill. And I know Accutane, for example, people take the Accutane pill, but that's really intense. So my skin's decently clear. I struggle with redness. My pores kind of look like crap. But overall, I don't have cystic acne and I don't have breakouts. (laughs) And I feel confident not wearing makeup, which is a really big blessing because I know what it feels like to not feel that way and feel like you have to put on makeup. This is a little bit of a tangent, but I remember, you know, those people that just have like perfect skin. I mean, Miss Melanie right here. I wish you guys could see her. It's glowing. But (laughs) I had a friend in high school, actually, that she just had, and this is definitely a jealousy thing, but she just had the most beautiful skin. And it was at the time where I was struggling with acne uh, consistently. Like, you know, it was just cycles of breakouts and breakouts. And I remember her being like, you know, I don't understand why people wear makeup to school. That's so much effort. And I'm like, well no offense to you, but I would feel the same way if I was you and I had beautiful skin and I didn't have any pores and I didn't have any breakouts. And I always felt like I had to wear makeup in order to make myself feel confident. And obviously it should be like a, don't care what other people think, but you do at the end of the day. Is there a way to go about wearing makeup in a way that is not over damaging to your skin? Obviously no makeup is always going to be better than makeup, but is it Mm -hmm. just the is it just the cleansing routine afterwards that's important or is it also really important the types of makeup products you're using to begin with like where's your point of focus if you are somewhere who wears makeup a lot or wants to cover up acne 
Mm-hmm. I would say, first of all, that you have beautiful skin, and I like Thanks. can't see a pore. I know I'm not in person, but your skin looks amazing. Thank you. It's been and a journey, I would say, so I appreciate that. <laughs> and I would say, like, when it's uh, it is hard, just because especially when you like are acneic, they have like you're doing spot treatments, and it just makes your skin like irritated and dry. And like when your skin's dry, it's hard to like put anything on without like oh, yeah. it showing cracks and stuff like that so I would say all of it yeah like cleansing beforehand for sure will help but also just like the prime and prep of your skin like you know using primer like I wish I had like more that I could say about like like you know like what's the best way to go about like you know like putting on makeup or anything like that um but I would also say just like mineral, minerals always better, like not something that's creamy and obviously always looking for things that are like non-comodogenic. So you don't want something like really thick or something that feels like it's, you know, like almost like a thick layer, like something like that's layering on. So yeah. I would just say like light coverage things. Um, I did not always have good looking skin. I stripped my skin really, really bad like two years oh, no. ago and um it i like wish i could show you like you could kind of see wow we can always put up on our story when this goes live everyone will have this if you're comfortable sending that to us we can always put it up on our story on our podcast account so people can see but like Uh, my forehead was looking like insane yeah how did you do that so basically, which is why I'm like so passionate about not over exfoliating, is that I over exfoliated my skin so bad that it was thin. It was so thin, like translucent. And I like wasn't ever someone that like broke out a lot. But when I stripped my skin, everything was covered in like acne, everything like the texture was off. My skin looked like crinkly, like like it looks nothing like what it did today like it's like like you know like I say like it's an investment like my skin looks the way that it does because I've invested in it and obviously also like when you work somewhere you get like perks for working there like I have a lot of things at my avail that I like not everyone is able to do or like so I will like get microneedling like pretty often and like microneedling it gives you one percent of collagen back so essentially like you're reversing like you're reversing an age basically so I've done it like four times so essentially I look like I'm 19 like I'm 23 but my skin looks like that of when I was 19 so like essentially also when I'm like 45 I'll look like I'm like 40 so it's just like preventative stuff like um you know like when my skin was that bad like when if you have like soup like really acneic skin you don't want to go on like accutane and stuff like that when it's something hormonal that's when i say go to the dermatologist like don't go to the dermatologist if you have like a couple black heads a couple white heads like no like go to the dermatologist when it's something that you know like topicals are not treating like it's something internal like that's when you should go get something prescribed that's when you should go figure out what internally is going on that's like freaking my body out but like when you know, it's like, you know, like a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, I don't know. It's never anything that you need to go like to the dermatologist for. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I, a couple of different things that I wanted to ask you after you shared all of that one, you touched a little bit on microneedling and I would love to get your take on kind of treatments that can be used to prolong the life of your skin that can also be quote unquote, like anti-aging treatments, um, that sort of thing. So like microneedling or Botox or anything like that. Um, But before we dive into that, just like random question, what are your thoughts on pimple patches? Like now that we're on the topic of like 
acne and just everything like that like are do you think that they're fine is it like good because you don't touch your skin do they do anything are you like i have no idea i'm just curious Huga is all about comfortable conviviality with feelings of wellness and contentment. That's why we're so excited to be partnering with Moment this season. As seen on Shark Tank, featured in Forbes, The New York Times, Oprah Daily, and more, Moment is botanical water for meditation. Made from botanicals to enhance vitality, infused with ashwagandha to fight stress, impacted with L-theanine for mental clarity, Moment is meditation in a can, which we love. It's free of caffeine, alcohol, and made with zero sugar, making Moment our go-to drink to spice up the day. With sparkling and still flavors, you can have Moment at any time. The other night, I had this spiced mango flavor with tacos for Taco Tuesday, and it was so fun because I put some tahini on the rim, and it felt like I was drinking a spicy mango marg. Oh my gosh, and what is better than a spicy mango marg? I love right? that. If you're interested in trying Moment, go to drinkmoment.com and enter code Podcast at checkout for 15% off your very first purchase, or click the link in the show notes. Again, use code Podcast. that's H-Y-G-G-E, Podcast at checkout for 15% off your first purchase, or click the link in our show notes. Start your mindfulness journey with Moment. No, so I honestly do like them. Like, it is great for, like, pickers, especially pickers, like, just putting it on and, like, forgetting about it almost, like, out of sight, out of mind. So I like it for that. But also, like, a lot of them, I forget what's in them, like, hydrogen something. I don't know. But, uh, like, some of them have salicylic acid in it, too. And, like, that's great. Like, salicylic acid goes in and, like, basically just, like, cleans, deep cleans out your pores. So, like, I would say, like, honestly, like, they get the stuff out and it's very gentle. Like it's better than sitting there and like squeezing your face. Um, and you can do like multiple ones, like, you know, like do one and then like t- the next day do another one. So I find it fine, like as, as a spot treatment, but I don't think like people should be like covering their whole face and like the patches. Yeah. But I think Fair like for, for a spot treatment, I feel like it, it's great, but also like they're kind of expensive. So if you need a spot treatment, like go find yourself something that's, you know, has like some natural salicylic acid or, you know, just something that has like a little bit of salicylic acid and that'll, that'll help out a lot too without needing like a pimple, pimple patch. Absolutely. Well, I just, I wanted to rack your brain and like kind of pick your brain. That that was an interesting question, Maddie. Well, I I just, I was curious. No, that's a good question. I don't think I had a good answer for it, but that was a good question. No, I feel like that was a great answer and I feel like it was something that I've just been wondering that could be one of those things that were like susly really bad for you like on the low like they were it was actually like destroying your skin barrier and like people don't talk about this enough but it's good to know that it actually has results yeah it does what it says it does something positive if nothing else from keeping you from touching Mm -hmm. your skin so exactly that's good but um kind of reverting back to my first question and like talking about microneedling Botox everything like that what is your opinion obviously we know that you're a proponent of microneedling um walk us through what microneedling actually entails um like if someone is just like hey I want to go in and get this treatment done you know what that looks like and then also would love to hear your opinion on Botox so like Botox and like microneedling you can't be pregnant like you gotta wait until after you're pregnant so sorry pregnant people you're gonna have to wait um but I would say like for microneedling it's very like for a VI peel like which is like the in-depth peels like you have to plan seven days like that's a whole seven days that you literally can't like try not to be in the sun you're gonna be peeling you're gonna look like a snake but with microneedling it's just like three days of being like sunburned like you feel sunburned you look a little bit sunburned 
Um, and basically it's this little pen. So like it's called the skin pen and it has a bunch of needles that can go dip different depths in your skin. So essentially you are like creating wounds in your skin. It Like if you didn't have numbing, it would feel like you're tattooing your face. Like it would be incredibly painful. Um, but basically you're creating these little micro channels in your skin and they stimulate the healing process. So they help build collagen, they help build elastin in your skin. And so because you're creating those wounds and stimulating the healing process, like that's why you're going back, like you're aging backwards almost. And that's why it's also used for like acne scarring. Like it plumps up the skin. So like you're going in there to kind of plump the scarring back up. And so like, that's almost what wrinkles are too. It's like, a little like not a scar but it's like you know like it goes into your skin and so microneedling makes those pop back out so it's like if you don't want to do like i always say if you don't want to do botox like microneedling is a great alternative because both are preventative like people um who people who get botox get botox so that they're preventing getting those really really like thick lines or getting those like deep lines so all of it is preventative like it's like just, you know, keeping things tight, making sure that you those lines don't stay permanent. And if you're doing microneedling, um, the more you do it, the less the lines will appear. So it's both like very different. Like I'm not opposed to Botox or anything like that. I would just say like for me personally, like investment wise, like Botox is very expensive. Like if you're going to have to keep getting it done, like every you know, like few months or something, I would much rather like spend that money and doing like a couple sessions of like microneedling where you'll literally be going back in time instead of just like, you know, this temporary fix almost. So I would say, oh yeah. But then also, so the whole process of microneedling, you, you go in, you get your face cleansed and then for 20 minutes, we numb your face. Like it, it is uncomfortable. It is like, it's not relaxing. It's, you know, like beauty is pain. It's an advanced like medical procedure. Um, and then once you're numb, then we go in with this like little gliding gel just to make the little gliding easier. And yeah, we do different depths. So like the forehead gets uh, 0.25 like millimeters. So that's how deep the needle's going into your skin. And so all that you, like you're gonna get pinpoint bleeding, you're gonna feel like stiff, you're gonna be red. And that's all, like that's what you want. And then you like literally after day three, it'll be like the smoothest your skin has ever felt. Like it's so nice. I love the way that my skin feels afterwards. And like after day three, that's when you wanna start pushing all the good stuff. So like things that are rich in peptides, things that are rich in like hyaluronic acid like you know really like just rich moisturizers that have like a lot of lipids and stuff and that's gonna all be going into like those like micro channels so it's it's honestly like it's nothing too crazy like I don't know if it sounds kind of scary especially like you know it's needles going into your skin but it's really it's really not that bad at all it makes so much sense in hindsight thank you for sharing because that's really cool I've never had it done I honestly didn't know too much about it but it's one of those things that's like, how did someone come up with that? That's such a crazy thing to start mm-hmm. doing. It's like, let me poke holes in my skin and see if it turns out smooth, question mark. But <laughs> it's so cool that now it's been perfected to a way that you're like, okay, after three days, you're going to start pushing all the good stuff on your skin and it's going to look amazing. And that's so cool. Like, I am interested, a little bit scared, mm-hmm. but would definitely be interested in getting something like that done because I can imagine how your skin's like a fresh new layer almost. Is that correctly I don't know if it's technically a fresh new layer but it's plumped up it's smooth and that would be absolutely so cool and a nice little confidence boost to see 
and reversing the clock would be awesome because I think about people before recent times I feel like all these things are very new so they can be a little Mm -hmm. bit scary I don't know exactly how long Botox has been around but I feel like it can't be more than like 10 years at least in terms of like a mainstream med spa and stuff like that where you can Mm -hmm. you know anyone can walk in and go get it done so thank you so much for sharing more about it because it's important to be educated but awesome that we have so many options yeah no and that was a question too um that was highly 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 requested from our audience was like your opinion on Botox and so from my my perspective I knew just that you were pro microneedling so I wanted to know kind of the difference and I like how you put it where you were like microneedling reverses the clock versus Botox is more preventative Mm -hmm. um and I just I think that that is huge so thank you for sharing um just kind of wrapping up we have a couple more questions for you and one is just kind of a basic question but from your perspective do you think that your skin can get too acclimated certain products making them less effective like is it important to kind of switch up your skincare routine Yeah, it definitely is just especially like in seasons, like when seasons are changing, because like in the wintertime, you want things that are going to be way more hydrating. You want to like pull out the oils. That's when you want to like honestly be taking a little bit more care of your skin and making sure that you are like exfoliating gently, like because your skin's way more dry. So it's way easier to like over exfoliate your skin or like damage your skin. Um, so definitely your skin can get like uh, like accustomed to products for sure like they'll stop working so it's good to change like your moisturizer after like a couple years of just like using it but especially like in it's good to have like a summer like a summer moisturizer and like a winter moisturizer like I I do change them out like depending on the feeling but also like it's good to just have a couple options like I know not everyone can but like if you can have like maybe like two different options that you just like whenever you feel like a little bit more dry you can use this or whenever you feel like a little bit like you know like you want something light you can use this and then that kind of helps your skin not get adjusted to certain products because you're not just like doing the same thing over and over and over again so that's also why it's good to have like a morning routine and then like a nighttime routine. So you're not using yeah. like the same thing in morning and night. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. And I I didn't know if that was a myth that like your skin can get used to stuff, but it definitely makes sense that it can. So it's mm-hmm. good to know. And you can feel your skin changing as the seasons change for sure. I know in, in the winter, I think nine out of 10 people probably start complaining about the dry skin and start flaking or just feeling like, like crusty for lack of better words Mm -hmm. like I hate how my skin feels it's not like tan um but then also it's like not the sun as much so it's this weird balance of am I doing good am I doing bad for Mm -hmm. your skin but outside of just your typical skincare that we've been talking about with that moisturizer with that gel cleanser with the oil cleanser what are your biggest tips for improving your skin or at least not hurting your skin outside of maintaining it yeah (laughs) yeah outside of you know your typical skincare um I I hope that I can like I'm answering this like correctly I hope I'm answering your question but I would say like um serums like targeted serums also really help so like especially just because like you know microneedling is expensive a lot of this stuff is expensive so if you want to do like a tns serum that also reverses the clock it's like a growth factor so you're adding like more like collagen more like stems into your skin i mean cells yeah skin cells i don't know 
I'm not a scientist. Skin but cells, you know, got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're like adding more into your skin. So like a TNS serum is also really good for anti-aging. Um, a hyaluronic acid is good. Like not so much in Colorado, I would say, just because like you can use it in Colorado. Like I will use some, and I always wet my fingertips because you want it to bind to something. You want it to bind to moisture, and you get really more out of it in like a humid state since there's already like so much like moisture in the air oh that's um that makes complete sense but that's really interesting yeah i'm like um how like what else i'm like i'm trying to think how else can i answer your question i'm like what no that's exactly just things that people wouldn't think of maddie you you have yeah i was i was just gonna prompt because i don't know if you're even gonna think of it per se but facials how important are facials and like what what style of facial like I know that people do like the hydro facials that Mm -hmm. people do just like a standard facial like add-ons like with dermaplaning and that sort of thing like how important are facials really and like should you be getting them or if you're maintaining your skincare like are they not necessary if you're maintaining your skincare like facials are kind of like a reset They're also like great preventative if you want to focus on something in particular, but also like going in to get a treatment, like it gives you like there's products that are back bar that like you can't buy, like it's professional use. So we could definitely do more like targeted things that you wouldn't be able to like get a hold of like at home. So it's definitely like more of a deep clean, like yes, you're cleaning at home, but like if you get a facial, you're going to get even more of a deep clean plus all like the relaxation and everything that comes with like getting a facial and like it's not like a necessity like at all like it's definitely like a luxury like I would say like if you can go once a month like that would be great just to make sure we want to stay with that like set like skin cellular turnover which is every 28 days so for you to get like the best results you want to be coming in once a month to get like optimal results like you know what I mean but it's not you know it's not like something that's like live or die like you know like you're gonna have shitty skin if you don't get facials like I know people that like come in and they're like 45 and they're like it's my first facial ever and they have great looking skin like they take care of their skin at home and that's why like at home like taking care of your skin at home is the most important thing like some people come in get a facial and they think that that's going to be the like do all for their problems like they're like I don't do anything at home but I get facials I'm like that's not going to do anything for you like it's all like what you do at home like facials are just like keep up almost like just like you know a little like you know yeah like, you know anything. like you know like you wash your hair at home you know but it's different when you go get it washed at the salon like you know it feels a little it feels different or like if you aren't brushing your teeth and flossing at home and then you go to the dentist like you can't expect going to the dentist every six months to solve all your problems you know like there you go that's rank yeah but that makes sense definitely it's not good to have the mindset of i'm only going to do facials but most people i think understand i remember this boy i why are boys like this this is a very general statement but i remember this boy (laughs) that i dated back in the day and he was like he had the oiliest skin and you could just tell how clogged his pores were not that it's his fault but i was Mm -hmm. like hey i really think you need to get a face wash exfoliate maybe once a week even (laughs) he was like i've tried washing my face and it makes my skin worse i was like well let's get you just like a daily cleanser or something even you know i don't want to throw out product names but there's a lot of just like stuff on the shelf generic yeah generic yeah like CeraVe, cetaphil exactly the basic stuff you know, just has simple ingredients that would, like, help those oils and stuff. I don't know why I'm going down this rabbit hole, but I remember just trying to get him to care about his face, and he would be the person that's like, I'll just get a facial. Like, I, that just, 
Remind you. I'll just get a facial. And I was like, dude, no, your skin, like, it's not. Some people just have better skin than others, 100%. But he was someone that was like, your skin's really not that bad. It's just so clogged because you don't wash it. And he's like, I just use water in the shower. Like, this is repulsive. <laughs> it's okay. I think I think that's also a guy thing, honestly. Like, I'm gonna, com- I'm gonna completely throw my boyfriend under the bus. Like, he <laughs> was washing his face with, like, the three-in-one, like, body wash stuff. And I was like, no. And literally for Valentine's Day, I got him um, CeraVe, like, just face wash. And then, like, I think, like, a Cetaphil or CeraVe, like, face lotion. And I was like, there you go. Have at it. And, like... <laughs> I don't know how much he actually uses it. That part is like tentative, but it really isn't that simple. Or, yeah, it isn't. It isn't that complex. Like when it comes down to it, like you said at the beginning of this episode, like four things: like cleanse, exfoliate, some sort of vitamin C, and then for SPF. these boys, I'm um, like, let's just start with cleanse. Let's just get one. Thing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, and we'll be good. <laughs> but. Yeah, well, Melanie, thank you so much for being on the show. We loved having you. We loved asking you questions. I know that a lot of our audience um, is going to be super excited for this episode just because these were the questions that they asked. Um, but where can I, our listeners find you? And if we, if any of our Denver listeners want to book time with you, where can they do so? Also, it'll all be listed in the show notes, but just want to have you have an opportunity to shout yourself out. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun, and I love talking skincare. And I'm so excited to see you on Thursday. So, I know, you know, we'll get to, like, do some more in-depth things. Jealous. <laughs> I know. I wish you could come, Emma. I wish you could come and enjoy. But you can Price find me. You can find me at alchemy.melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E. Um, or you could find me on my real Instagram. But you don't need to, you don't need to find me. If you want to find me do the effort and look for me but (laughs) (laughs) my uh my skincare instagram that's that one alchemy melanie um and if you want to book with me you know just call alchemy hail tell them that you know you want to come see me or if you go on vagaro but there's just like so much changing right now like they're going to introduce a whole new system that's not vagaro so i wish i could be more helpful so if anything just call alchemy hail if you want to come see me and yeah please do i'd love to answer any get more skincare questions or just chit chat yeah and all of that will be listed in the show notes as well um direct link to the website as well as their phone number um so that you can ask and if you don't mind will you say and spell out your name just so people know who they're asking for (laughs) yes so it's melanie m-e-l-a-n-i-e and there is another melanie so but she goes by mel so don't ever call me mel there's already someone <laughs> someone claimed it so yeah i'm just melanie and you can come schedule something with me at Hale. perfect so great exciting. well thank you yeah thank you again for being on the show i will see you thursday i'm really excited about it um but yeah thank you it was such a great time um emma anything else you want to wrap up before i i lead us out well it is 8 p.m. now in South Carolina time. I'm going to take this makeup off of my face. I am going go. to get my skin glowing in pursuit of this episode. And yes, thanks so much. It was so great chatting with you. I know I didn't know you beforehand, so <laughs> it was great meeting with you and hearing all things skincare. And so excited for everyone to hear this episode. Yeah, it'll be great. So thanks for listening, everyone. And until next time, stay happy, stay healthy, and stay hookah. Bye, y'all. Bye, everyone.